Hi folks, my name is Kevin Dunn and welcome to Agency Unfiltered, a bi-weekly web series and podcast that interviews agency owners around agency operations, growth, and scale. Nobody knows how to scale agencies better than those that are already doing it and they're happy to share an unfiltered look into what has worked and what hasn't. With us today is Jessica Miller, VP and Managing Director of Cleveland-based PR 2020. She digs into artificial intelligence, specifically how she would define AI, how to identify applications of AI, when she would look to AI for solving client problems, and how she's seen it impact client engagements. Prepare to have artificial intelligence demystified. This is Agency Unfiltered. Jessica, welcome to Agency Unfiltered. We are uh, super psyched to have you. Thank you. Yeah, and I think this will be a, a topic uh, that's incredibly interesting and obviously with your background with Macon and, and what PR 2020 does on the artificial intelligence front, uh, I think you're absolutely a perspective that we want to capture on it. Um, I think the best place to start is that when I say artificial intelligence, like I think folks have a hard time like the real world application or definition of it. Mm -hmm. So if I was a client or anybody asking, what is artificial intelligence? How, how do you go ahead and, and define what it is? Yeah, we would, we would definitely say to you, our client, this audience, there are a hundred definitions out <laughs> there. So that's, it's okay that you're confused. Um, the one that we love the best is from Demis Hassabis, mm -hmm. um, co-founder or founder of DeepMind with Google, a really cool project if you want to look into that. But he says, it's the science of making machines smart. So um, the way I like to break that down for our clients is, is the technology getting smarter on its own? Mm -hmm. um, can you give it a goal and can it solve it? Mm -hmm. um, more than an if-then type of algorithm sure. that we're used to today. And then it just does it more efficiently over time as well? Or it becomes more yes. effective at does the ability become, to do so? Does it yeah. become smarter on its own? Mm -hmm. So um, does it learn? Can you give it feedback? Um, does it learn based on data without your feedback? Mm. Um, yeah, just some of the, some of those types of questions is how we filter AI versus not AI. Awesome, that's great. And then, what are the applications of artificial intelligence that like agencies should be cognizant of, or are there opportunities? Is it just finding the right software that says they're AI powered? Like, mm -hmm. so how how does artificial intelligence kind of fit into this agency sphere? Yeah, I think a lot of what we're doing. Um, is super data intensive. Mm -hmm. um, some of it's really repetitive, um, and a lot of it does have that end goal in mind, so achieving a goal. Those are the three questions we ask when we're thinking about can we use AI to do this? Mm -hmm. um, so that spans across the marketing services we offer our clients, the sales goals they're trying to achieve, and then like agency operations as well. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times we're just breaking down your day into is this data intensive? Is it something that's repetitive? Does it have an end goal in mind? And if the answer is yes to that, then mm -hmm. we can look for an AI type of solution. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the way we're approaching it too is with that long-term um, vision for what's possible and where the industry will be in who knows how many years yeah, it'll right. take to get there. Um, it could be like next year, it could yeah, be like right. 10 years. Who knows um, for sure, I, right? Yeah. I honestly don't know. Yeah. Um, but then we're also thinking shorter term with how can we have little pilot projects to mm. prove either more value, more efficiency, like you said, or um, just better personalization, like those types of quick wins. Yeah. 
simultaneously to you know learn um, how we're going to use technologies and like get there to that longer term vision. That's awesome. Yeah. So what have you, do you have any examples of things you've been able to operationalize uh, with, with AI powered tools at all? Yeah, um, a lot of our services right now are either like that very high level consult. So giving companies like a roadmap to define their use cases, how they can think about um, what to do AI on, what that pilot project will be, mm -hmm. and then helping them um, find certain technologies for their, you know, their pilot project, mm -hmm. whether that is tagging content more effectively so that it's searchable and findable mm -hmm. by um, by your audience, but also by the AI techs. Um, thinking about data, both in that like long-term and like short-term, like how to organize, how to collect, um, how to make it usable for mm. technologies. Um, but yeah, like a lot of it is like that consult to get to the pilot project um, and then thinking about data just in a long-term type of way. Mm. Um, and then some of the more specific things we've recently introduced, I wouldn't call them AI, but I would say they're making our services more efficient around content marketing. Mm -hmm. So we've done a lot with um, language generation. If we have like data-driven content for a client, um, we had a client a couple years ago who did you know, ad reports every quarter. Here's what the top retailers are spending. Here's where they're spending it. It was really Pretty data. boilerplate, but like yes. template-wise, yeah, but exactly. the data changed, yeah, yeah. Exactly, so if there's a template for um, you know, the formula that you're writing, even if you go to a news writing class, my background's journalism, it was, you know, here's your title, here's your lead, um, your dateline, your intro sentence, you mm -hmm. know, even if you can get that formulaic about your content, mm -hmm. um, there are opportunities to do it faster with some like natural language generation that's great. out there. Today. Do you find, so it makes your uh, ability to like produce these reports more efficient. Mm -hmm. So is it like, how do you position it to clients? Are you just saving time and effort on the back end or are you actually leaning into this positioning of like, hey, it's actually, you know, machine driven or natural language generated reporting? You know, is it yeah. something you put out to the clients or is it just on the back end to, to make things more efficient for you guys? We're really transparent with whatever we're, however we're producing work for our clients and I think um, I have never personally leaned into our tagline for the agency's um, look beyond. Mm. Um, I've never like, fully understood that until a couple of years ago when we started doing this AI stuff because I'm like, okay, this is literally- Very much looking beyond, yeah, yeah right. And I do think the type of clients we attract and the type of employees we attract mm -hmm. are really into like this whole what's next type of thing. So we've had a lot of success positioning our clients as this forward thinking change agent within their company. They're so excited to like see behind the curtain and take this to their enterprise and be like, look what we're doing here. It's saving us, you know, when, when we pitch new stuff to them and the investment that goes along with it, we're saying, hey, here's, here's what you're probably spending per year having a senior level person write these like personnel releases, sure, for yeah. example, something that's very formulaic. Um, and this isn't even like AI, AI yet, but it's like doing things more effectively and automating a process that if you're paying someone six figures to write releases, right. um, like think of all the things they could be doing. Mm -hmm. And that's what we try to position it as as well. Um, if you can kind of use machines to help with some of the more time intensive, repetitive or data driven tasks, you can then focus on that huge brand launch, that client meeting you might not have time for. Um, yeah, right. really like, the empathy, the relationship building, the trust, those more creative pieces that I think we all got into marketing to do. Mm -hmm. So I mean, just being able to just show like time savings, cost savings, right? Yes. And I think, so 
it sounds like you're attracting like the right type of clients that are open for, for this, right? Yeah. So I think it's like a certain type of business or person that wants to you know look beyond and, and test some of this stuff. You mentioned earlier that you know there's there's pilot programs to see other ways to, to be more efficient uh, at the way we do things. Mm -hmm. Do you roll off those pilots on clients? Like, are they open to as well, or is it more like experimentation on the agency itself when you're you're validating uh, new options? I say both. Both. Um, yeah, for for a client doing something brand new, we definitely have like a a set price. We might say this is like a huge 55 point project because it's going to save you down the line so much. Um, but for your pilot, like we're learning this with you. Let's do like a 13 point you know, version of it where we're eating some of that learning time because we haven't done it before. Yeah. So that lets our agency do cool stuff that we can then talk about um, and show them the value for and then they're willing to you know, take that better risk um, further on. And that is the cool thing about, I would say, like the Marketing AI Institute part of the agency is yeah. we're talking to all these like founders who have this amazing technology and you know they're giving us a look at it so we can really have that front row seat to be able to make recommendations for our clients, but to also kind of get our hands on True. some of these cool techs. Yeah. So. That's great. So we, we, when we say artificial intelligence, I feel like every tool, every software, every company is saying that what they do is AI driven or you're starting to see more and more. Do you have any tips for folks on like how to validate when things are actually AI powered or how do I validate that a tool is is actually using artificial intelligence? Right? Like how do I cut through the noise in that regard? Yeah. Um, I would I would ask, you know, what's what's HubSpot's point of view on AI? Mm -hmm. um, go to your existing vendors that if they are saying, you know, we're AI backed, we're doing this with AI, mm -hmm. ask them, okay, what's your what's your vision, what's your strategy? Um, ask them how it works. Just you know, plan out how much data is required to inform your solution, um, how much data is aggregated in a black box to inform the type of outcomes that are going to be like recommended. Um, if it's an email subject line or, you know, a CTA type of tester, um, I would just ask like quantity, how, how much, what's happening? Um, is it a black box? That's right. kind of a little bit of red flag. I want to know like, Okay, well, even if you don't know exactly what's happening right now to inform these recommendations, who built it, how they built it, um, what what type of strategy went into setting it up, um, what type of data is informing it, and how are you um, monitoring the adjustments and the recommendations it's making? Um, and then I would ask for like success metrics. I would ask, you know, give me a couple customers, show me like, you know, like the social what, proof. What has it done? Yeah, yeah, and. Um, yeah, I would, everyone's kind of putting AI on like the sticker on their right. product because I think there was something we read that said like you can sell like 50% more if you just say this is powered by AI. And so right. so we are asking, you know, that that question we went back to with the definition, is it becoming smarter on its own or is it a an engineer or developer saying, well, if this, then that um, over and over. So I think that's, is it smarter on its own is the big question, but mm -hmm. ask for quantity of data, um, how it was set up, you know, use cases. And then, yeah, success stories or, or anything like that. Yeah. That's great. So that's like the perfect, like second layer of questions, right? Like, so you can actually go to this person, like, okay, mm -hmm. how do you define AI? How do you explain it? And actually yeah. like, you try and call them out on it just in case, right? Yeah, I, I, and it's not even calling them out on it. It's just, there's so many definitions out there. It's really interesting yeah. to I guess like, what is their definition their in their eyes? And does that align with what we're looking yeah. for, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So my next question is how, so we talked about nat natural language generating uh, reports and things like that, but are there any other ways that you've seen artificial intelligence manifest itself in the way you provide services to clients? Yes. 
Um, and I would say it's such a variety because there are so many solutions out there and ways you can approach it. So the way we're approaching it with clients is, um, you know, either a use case based model or a problem solution type of model. Um, so I have a challenge. Um, you know, I have this email audience and they're not engaged. Okay. That's one, one way to think about it. And mm -hmm. there's a lot of solutions out there to, to help solve that specific challenge for the client. Um, to get them to even create that problem statement, you might enter with like a use case model approach mm -hmm. where we're saying, here's the things your team is doing on a daily basis. Um, how often are they doing it? How long is it taking? And you know, is it data backed? Is there a goal to achieve? And is it repetitive? So then we're um, helping them prioritize mm -hmm. and kind of score their use cases to say, let's try this. Mm -hmm. And so then we're showing, is there technology out there that can solve it? Would it be a build? Trying to get their budget in place mm -hmm. and then actually helping them tackle it. So I would say like, yes, there are a lot of things like we're helping um, roll out and they just they just vary because marketing um, varies from strategy just, to performance not boilerplate, reporting right. to, yeah. Yeah, to operationalizing, writing. Um, you know, there's just a lot out there yeah. in the marketing menu. That's fair. Yeah. Um, all right, hard hitting question for you. Are we going to be replaced by robots? No. <laughs> okay. Um, so last question for you. <laughs> yes. um, and I asked this, this is the, I asked all, all my guests this, but what is the weirdest part mm -hmm. uh, of agency life? Um, I think agency people in general yeah. like to work hard and play hard. So I don't think it's weird, but I do think like by Friday, like everyone's kind of just like at their limit with you, your brain has been working so hard for a week and like five days in a row and you're just ready to like, go crazy so it's fun like when you have like that team and that clients and the culture or you can just go to happy hour like yep. but yeah there's those friday afternoons yes, you know friday just who knows where this are, is going they get yeah. weird um yeah and then even being at inbound um, i've never been to a conference where you have like a ball, big ball pit and there's a bunch of people like taking selfies in it yeah yeah um and the snaps i send home to my family are definitely weird they're like what are you doing here like, <laughs> <laughs> what is inbound you know, know. Like, like, where where are you, are you no really? there's some installations and you know yeah. it's awesome yeah so i'd say that's Weirdest part of agency life is, yeah. That's great. All the fun that marketing brings. Awesome. And then if I want to, so I, I say that's the last question, but sure. maybe this is, we usually end there, but final okay. question. So what is the absolute next step if I'm somebody that just heard you share what you did about uh, artificial intelligence? Mm -hmm. uh, where do I go to learn more? How do I get started? Like what's, what's my next step after this uh, taping? Thank you. Uh, that's a good question. We started a blog, um, Marketing AI Institute. Mm -hmm. Um, because we were just learning. We were just finding um, this really interesting and we wanted to share what we're learning there and we're marketers, so we blog about it. Um, I would say go there. There is this um, cool resource. It's like 100 plus resources to get you started. Um, my favorite on that list is um, as a team, we took a Coursera uh, mm. class by um, Andrew Ng and it just put us all on the same page. It got us speaking the same language and seeing the potential of what AI can do. So as I go to the Institute blog and then take that Coursera course, all right. it's due for you. But I think I'm due, I think I need to take it. So uh, I'll do it with everybody else. So, yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, I think we're out of time. So I really appreciate you uh, coming on and, and joining us. It's been fun. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Agency Unfiltered. If you like what you saw, heard or read, make sure to subscribe to our playlist on YouTube our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or our newsletter on agencyunfiltered.com. Alongside episode launch notifications, the newsletter also comes with a ton of other helpful, strategically curated agency content from yours truly. And if you wanna keep the conversation going or provide a counterpoint to this episode's discussion, tweet me at, at K
Kevin underscore Don. I'll see you again in two weeks, but in the meantime, keep it unfiltered and let's all grow.